itty bitty is outside the box, so to speak. Right. So our authors have to think outside the box and they do, which is why they choose itty bitty. everyone and welcome to the million dollar speaker podcast this is the podcast where we talk about what does it take to become a million dollar speaker how do we make a million dollars speaking and how do we reach millions of people hi i'm rv robinson i'm the master speaker trainer international speaker and author of speak up get clients and speaking of authors i have a very special guest that i am so excited to introduce and that is Susie Pruden. Susie Pruden is a legend. She's an internationally acclaimed speaker and seminar leader, New York best-selling author before the internet, fitness expert, body mind pioneer, hypnotherapist, success and empowerment coach, TV host on NBC and Nickelodeon, creator of the Inner Mind Certification Program, and now book publisher and host on WBAIFM Radio in New York. Susie's current specialty is publishing itty-bitty books by experts to give the reader exactly what they want and need on the topic of their choice with no fluff. She then works with the author to use their book as a business builder, not just a business card. Itty Bitty Books are the perfect marketing tool for the entrepreneur and small business owner. Check it out at www.ittybittypublishing.com. You've seen Susie on Oprah, Good Morning America, and the Today Show. The New York Times says, if Susie's talking about it today, the rest of the country will be talking about it tomorrow. So our topic today is use your book as a business builder, not just a business card. So let's welcome Susie Pruden. Yay. All right. Welcome, Susie. Thank you. It's nice welcome. to be here. Welcome, welcome. All right. So I know, Susie, you and I have known each other many, many years. Yes. And you and I have shared many stages together. Yes. So one of the very first questions I like to ask my guests is what makes you a million dollar speaker? Because I believe you are one, absolutely, without a doubt. But what do you think the characteristics and the traits are of a million dollar speaker that you have? You show up on time and you stop speaking on time. I'm funny, <laughs> I'm brilliant, I'm entertaining, and I get the audience involved. The first thing I do when I, get, when I start my talks is get the audience moving because they've probably been sitting a long time. And since I was a fitness expert, expert I just get them all moving. I love and, that. And once they're moving, then they're grounded and their attention is totally on me, which is where I want it. 
I love it. Totally on the speaker. Absolutely. Yes. Now, one of the very first times I met you years ago, I mean, it was like 17 years ago, and you showed up at one of my events and you had your little boom box. Do you remember that? Yeah. Your boom box. Yep. And you did just that. You asked yep. if you could get the audience moving in between, you know, in between maybe after lunch or whatever. And I was so grateful for that. And I'll never forget, like, like I, it was so much fun because we're Sitting down, standing up, sitting down, standing yes. up. Put your hand up. I, anyway, I'll never forget that. So not only did it work, but it was memorable. And um, I'll never forget that. So very good. When, when people meet me off stage, sometimes they'll come up to me going, "This, hi, Susie. Yeah, they, they <laughs> raise their hand and raise their arm. Yeah, they know. Uh, I love yeah. that. You've done so much, uh, you know, so much positive uh you know, with the speakers and the audience just by getting them involved, but moving. I mean, it's just fabulous. So thank you for that. But you have moved on from, uh, you know, your your uh, boombox on stage and you got into publishing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started uh, with publishing? Uh, first, yeah, publishing. Uh, tell us about your book. Tell us about being a best-selling author. And uh, let's just have a great conversation about that today. Well, I wanna, I'll answer that question. What I want to tell you first that I sold my first book at a cocktail party in East Hampton, Long Island in 1971. <laughs> wow, what book was that? What that was, was uh, Susie Pruden's Fitness for Baby and Child. Oh, nice. And I was talking to an editor at the party and I told her about this book idea I had because I had a fitness school in New York City and a summer camp in East Hampton and I specialized in toddlers. And I told her all about this book idea and she said, oh, that's very good. I'd like to see it. Do you have an outline? I said, yes. And she said, may I pick it up Monday morning on my way back to Manhattan? And I said, yes. yes. And I wrote it over the weekend and I gave it to her Monday morning. She called me on Thursday and said, we'd like to buy your book. Oh. This is William Morrow Publishing. And they were going to give me $3,000. And I said, great, let me talk to my husband and I'll get back to you. Hung up the phone with Joni Evans, picked uh -huh. up the phone and called William Morris Agency. And I said, hi, this is Susie Pruden. I just sold a book to William Morrow. I need an agent to negotiate the contract. And oh my goodness. they assigned an agent to me who was my agent for quite a few years. She, got, she sold quite a few books of ours to different publishers. And... Um, the only problem I couldn't write at the time, but my husband could. So she negotiated the contract. We got 5,000 instead of three. And um, we wrote the book and it was published in 1972. And that was the beginning. Oh, fabulous. Now, Susie, is that book available today? If someone wanted to just go back to your grassroots? And I don't think so. I don't think so. I've looked for it. I think I have one of the few copies. You could find it at a garage sale. I've had people <laughs> I've had people send me my books from garage sales. Um, I, I have 11 books that I did in my fitness years. Nice. And, and the one that's on my right shoulder there with Oprah, that's Meta Fitness, Your Thoughts Taking Shape, which was published by Hay House. And, Got it. Got yeah. it. So, so you've written 11 books and you have a best, I mean, how many of those are bestsellers? Just the one, Spot Reducing. Spot and Spot Reducing, and I can't remember if it came out in the... 78 yeah i think it was 78 it was a beautiful it is it still is it's not a, it's not in print anymore but it is a beautiful book i was so proud of it my husband and i were on tour and we were in detroit when my editor called me and he said you made it 
You made what? The best selling. You made you made it you made it to the, you made it to the bestseller list. And how many? I mean, this is before the internet. Now it's not. I mean, that's when it was a big deal and a lot of hard work to become a best-selling author. It wasn't like you know every day like it is kind of now uh, on Amazon. So tell us, what did it take to become a best-selling author? A lot of it, it took a lot of hard work, and you know it's interesting as a publisher now. Writers don't realize that the work begins really after you publish the book. That's when the real work begins. Because I was on tour. We did a 22 city tour. That's Whoa. a different. It, it was a. It was. No, that was a different tour. It was an 18. Okay, somewhere between 18 and 22 cities. I can't remember which. So we traveled from New York to Philadelphia to Washington to Pittsburgh to Cleveland to Columbus to Chicago. Uh, I mean, that's what it was like. And, and we'd have a weekend in a, in, a, in a different city, but it was, it was a lot of work. And um, you had to sell. The reason tours worked is because the author was out on radio and television in a very short period of time, two weeks, three weeks. I think the longest I was on the road was actually four weeks, but it's different, different city every day. So the, 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 the the buzz was buzzing and you had to sell about 30 to 40,000 books in two weeks. Wow. 30 to thousand, oh, 30 to 40,000 books yeah. live. Yeah. And so that means you signed a lot of books. Well, I didn't do a lot of book signings. Um, oh, I, I, no, no. I did a lot of television. I love, I love television. I love television. It come, yeah. come on, you know, I'd give my book to the host and we'd talk about the book and talk about whatever. It was fun. I love television. I love radio. I love talking. All right. <laughs> talking about talking. I want to come back because we kind of skipped over it when you said the picture of, you know, your book over the shoulder. I want to just tell our podcast audience that picture is with Susie with Oprah Winfrey on the Oprah Winfrey show. And what year was that? Uh, 1980. In the 80s. Wait, 1989. 1989. So it was huge just to get on the show. So I want to know a couple of things. One, how did you get on the show? And two, what was it like speaking to the queen of talk radio, of talk television? Well, she became a client of mine for a while after that. Is that right? Yeah, I don't, I don't talk about that a lot. It wasn't very long because I, I made a mistake and Oprah is extremely private and she's right to be so. Uh -oh. And um, yeah, it was a, it was a fascinating. Okay. So it was wonderful to be on the show. And the way I got there was I hired a publicist. It was no magic in it. I hired a publicist. Okay. You know, if, so this is very important. People who want to do what I've done, which is write books and get publicity and do all that. Right. You've got to be smart about it. Don't do it yourself. Get an agent. I, I sold it the book to William Morrow. Then I got my agent. I would not negotiate the contract myself. The only time I've negotiated the contract myself, it's been a disaster. So get an agent. And if you want to do something like get on the Oprah show, hire a publicist. Don't do it yourself because people don't want, it, it, in selling a book today to a publisher, you have to have an agent. Publishers will not look at your book if you don't have an agent. Good. So that's advice to people who are thinking about writing a book. Um, what else did you ask me? I forgot already. I said, what was it like? Oh, it was wonderful. 
Uh, it was it was, it was so fun. I was sitting in the green room. It was a show on my book, on my work, which uh, was about the way you think about your body creates your body. Uh, and and in making peace with your body, you make peace with your life. And so it was great. We were sitting in the green room and, and there were a lot of, there were some other women that were going to be on the show. They were models who hated their bodies. And, you know, it was so fun. I mean, it was because my work is about loving your body. And somebody looked at me and said, you've done this before, haven't you? Because I was just sitting there waiting. You know, I've been, and- You were calmly waiting, patiently waiting. Yeah. And I had to work with Oprah when she, before she became the, the, the big deal that she became. Uh, in 1981, I uh, worked with her in Baltimore. She was a newscaster. 1983, I worked with her in Baltimore again. She was a newscaster. And then in 1986, uh, my book, Spot Reducing, uh, they wanted me on the show. They had another woman on the show who was talking about thighs and I was talking about arms. <laughs> so, and they were uh, the same size, right? For a model, her thighs are the same size as her arms, right? <laughs> just about. Um, but it was, it was great. She's very gracious. Oh my goodness, she's gracious. Uh, well, then I'm going to give an aside. So I'm back home and I'm in my little house in Topanga and the phone rings and I pick it up. And the, the person says, hello, Susie, this is Oprah. Oh my God. And I stared at the phone and oh I went, oh my God. Hi. <laughs> she probably gets that reaction a lot. Oh, then I'm then sure. Then what happened? Then what happened? Well, she said, Can I, I have a situation that I'd like some help with. Do you think you could help me? I said, yes. Beautiful. And I did. Beautiful. And, yeah. Oh, Susie, I didn't even know that about. I don't. I yeah. I I just started talking about that because I, because it's it's interesting. It's like oh yeah, I did that. I, you know, Arvi, I'm 77, and I look back at my life now and I go, holy cow! Oh my <laughs> god, I did that. I did that. I did that. I did that. I had a big life. You and had now a big life. I, and now I have a big presence on Zoom. There you go. We all have a big presence on Zoom. But you know what? You have left your legacy, you know, throughout the you know, last, what, 20, 30 years with the book. So let's talk about that. Leaving a legacy with the book. And so now you've, you've been uh, publishing, helping people publish their own book. And you have a yes. whole big um, brand called Itty Bitty Books. So first, tell us a little bit, because I'm dying of curiosity. Well, how'd you come up with that name? Oh, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. So my sister and I took a course with James Malinjek. And we're in Las Vegas. Now, I've written big books. I've never written a little book, but always my books are big. Big books. And big and photographs, big. And sellers, yes. Yeah. So we're, we're in Las Vegas, and James Malinjek says, write a little book. Um, and I'm, I thought... A little book. A little. Now, I was in the weight loss business at that time. Right. I had a, I had a, um, a center in Beverly. Excuse me. I had five centers in Los Angeles and with hypnosis. So I'm driving back with my sister in the car and um, we're talking about the seminar. And then I think we're talking about books. And I said, I should write Susie Pruden's itty bitty weight loss book because I was in the weight loss business and my name's been on everything since 1965. And, um, and she said, and I'll write the book such and such. And that was it. We came back. I went back to running the business. She wrote the book, Susie Pruden's Itty Bitty Weight Loss Book. Aww. And we didn't know what we were doing. 
Uh, and we bought, we bought, this was in 19, oh no, it's 2006 or eight, somewhere in there, 2006, uh, seven. And it's not a, an attractive, but we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> and we bought the 2000 copies. I think I have 1800 left and it didn't sell. And we didn't know what we were doing. Right, right. So then, um, this is so cool. In, in 2014, I asked my sister to redo the cover, redo the book, make it smaller. Ah, and this is what she came up with. A smaller book. A very small book. Oh, and it's, I mean, it's much better. Look at that. That's much more attractive than the other book uh, that you held up. A yeah. yeah. But the, 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 the kicker, Harvey, is I'm looking at the book and my name isn't there. Oh, you're right. Okay. You're amazing, itty bitty book. Okay. So I'm looking at it and I'm looking at my sister and I'm looking at it and I go, you're sure you want to take my name off? And she said, I don't care. <laughs> and I said, well, actually that's a million dollar business. Oh my we, God. We were in business three days later with a, with a new corporation. We had our first signed offer two weeks later and our first published book six weeks later. Wow. And now, I mean, I don't know how many books we have now. I really don't. We did our 86th bestseller campaign last week. We have 86 bestsellers. And it is an itty bitty book. It's only 30 pages, 15 chapters, two pages each. No fluff, no story. Beautiful. And I also have a children's book line, which is, this is a beautiful book. This is an absolutely exquisite book. It's, a, it's about autism. Okay. The artist is autistic. And then I have Legacy Press, which is some memoirs, novels. And because some people want to write a bigger book. And I said, okay. Beautiful. So you, so you help people get their, not only their book published, which is a lot easier and faster if they don't have the pressure of having to write a 300 page book. So yours, as you said, 15 chapters or 15 pages. What was it? 15. Fifteen chapters, two pages each. But it's it's a style. It's 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 it. Each page one of every chapter is written in numbered sentences and paragraphs. Page two of every chapter is written in bullet points to, to um, support page one and to get. And, and this is the piece, Arvi, and, and I know you know this. Um, the book is to market the author. It's a tool. It's not a business card. I tell people, please don't give it away. Yeah. Unless it's to a radio host, a television um, producer, a newspaper, some place where the book is going to move you into the spotlight. But not, not when you're at a networking event and you just hand somebody, here's my business card. Please yeah. don't do that. No, and they're not going to read it anyway. So they, they won't see any value in it. So let people buy the book or use it. Yes. I, I like that. Use it as a way to get in the spotlight. I love that. So let's talk about your itty bitty books because I see you have a whole bunch of them behind you. But what are your favorite out of all the ones that you help people get out? In well, I love, I love the stories that go with the books. So for example, this book is on space. It's a Explore Space Now book. Uh, Pam is a space fanatic. She wants to go to outer space so badly. She oh. wants to have a taxi that takes people to Mars and back. I mean, she's, she's a kick. So she wrote this book on space Got and it. she took it to the Boys and Girls Club of America. 
and said, I'd like to teach your kids about space. And they said, we'd like to have you teach our kids about space. And so she's going to be speaking now to the Boys and Girls Club of America, and they want to buy her book. So they're now raising money to buy her book. Arvi, there are 4 million kids in the Boys and Girls Club of America. Wow. What does that mean for this book? 4 that's, million kids. That's a lot of books. It's a lot of books. So, you know, itty bitty is outside the box, so to speak. Right. So our authors have to think outside the box and they do, which is why they choose itty bitty. And um, this book, I love this. This guy's so wonderful. He's in one of my masterminds. His name is Stephen Carpenter. He wrote a book on safety. He he is the safety. Ex, he was the safety expert for the Apple building up in San Francisco, oh. mile long building. And he wrote this book on safety uh, for the construction industry. It was it was translated into Chinese. Wow. The chi yeah, the Chinese government invited him over to China to change their safety protocol, upgrade it, and to help lower pollution. That's I mean, incredible, just from an itty bitty book. Just from launched, an itty bitty book. Launched a uh, you know, whole business for him. Yep. Wow. And this is, I, I, have, I have two more. This is one of my favorite stories. This woman did not know, she's an early author. Uh, I think this book came out when we first started in 2015. Uh, this is a book on marijuana. Now it was not, it's not legal. It was not legal in uh, California yet. She's from Washington state. I met her at a conference in Las Vegas again at CEO space. And um, she knew me from before she'd heard me speak up in Northern California at an event that I was in. I didn't know her. So I called her up. She gives me her card. I call her up and said, uh, well, tell me about yourself. She said, well, I'm a full blooded gypsy. I said, okay. She said, I'm a disabled vet. I said, okay. She said, I'm a spiritual coach. I said, okay. And she said, and I am a marijuana dispenser. I said, okay, what do you want to write about? Spiritual coaching? I said, what's the low hanging fruit? She said, I don't know. I said, it's pot. Why don't you, <laughs> why don't you write the book, Your Amazing Itty Bitty Marijuana Book, 15 Ways to Use Cannabis for Healing. Said, I love that. How did you do that? I said, that's what I do. And then you're going to write the book, 15 Ways to Talk to Your Kids About Cannabis. Then you're going to write the book, 15 Ways to Do Edibles Correctly. And love it. When I say that, when I'm speaking to do edibles correctly, I will pause and I say, how many of you have done edibles incorrectly? <laughs> <laughs> and the audience goes, because um. <laughs> it's not fun when you have a little more than you than the body can handle it's like whoa i have a friend who she said she was stoned for three days oh anyway <laughs> and she said to her boyfriend who was a grower she said when will this end oh he my said, goodness sakes oh, it was funny. funny she had been to a, a fest and she thought the samples were um because they were tiny you right. know a, sam a sample edible is tiny but that's not that's a whole that you don't want more than one sample but she it. just took them like you know like she was at a party and oh one God. after another yeah but what she did i told her said create a cannabis coaching program and certify cannabis coaches so this book which sells for 6.99 on amazon um because she has this cannabis coaching program and does mary jane parties and stuff she makes about a couple of hundred thousand dollars four times a year with her coaching program. Wow. So, see, the book That's is much- an itty bitty book. An itty bitty book. And, and this, 
gentleman, what he's done with, he's done six books with us, Anthony Camacho, he's a sales professional and he teaches sales. Well, he follows his own teaching and he grew his company using this book as his marketing tool from $100,000 a year to $750,000 a year. Nah. He got a contract to go to Australia uh, eight times in two years. I mean, he really, he really pushes his, his himself using his book. It's, it, it's wonderful to watch him. Love it. You know what, I, what it looks like too, to me, is a lot of these books are uh, books that maybe never would have been written if it wasn't for you, Susie. You gave people permission and, of course, a lot of ideas. But like, who would have thought that they could even get a book about cannabis I mean, sales, yes, of course, but even the safety people, I mean, you know, if that was me, I'd probably be thinking, well, who would want that book really? And then where do I go, you know, to launch it? And you've just helped people with all of that, taking all of the guesswork out of writing a book, promoting a book, getting it out there and using it to grow their business. So good for you. My hands, hats off to you. Thank you. I want to say something more about Stephen's book about the safety book. Yeah. We got an, uh, we, we got a notice from Amazon one day. We're about to put $2,000 into your account. It was like, excuse me. What? <laughs> exactly. What? He sold, we don't know how we don't, he doesn't either. He sold a thousand books in one day. Wow. Well, maybe to to someone who is going to have events, who has employees, who wanted to hand. Well, it. this is uh, this book is, is specific to the construction industry, so it could have been a, a company that has a thousand construction people that needed this needed to have because you carry it in your pocket. You don't have to carry the big ah. OSHA books. Yeah. Got it. I so, love I love it. You know what, Susie, our time is uh, coming to an end. And I want to make sure that um, people get an opportunity to contact you. So if someone is so high in interest, not high, like high on cannabis, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> high on our idea and what we've been talking about today about getting a book out there. I mean, I just love what you do. No Thank one you. does what you do. No one does what you do. Well, I have one quick thing to add. What we do when you become an itty bitty author, we send you a how to write an itty bitty book book. We send oh. you an itty bitty book and we send you the template. So all you do is fill in the template and we guide you so that you write exactly the amount of pages and words that you that you need for the itty bitty book. And it's 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 much more difficult to write a short book than a long book. Yeah. But once you get the hang of it, it's really easy. And and yeah, it's it's exciting. It's it very exciting. exciting. I mean, it, it took me nine years to write my book. This is before itty bitty book. So it took me nine years. Yeah. So, Somebody can write a book, an itty bitty book in how long? Like if they just get the template and they go right to work. The shortest we've had was four days. Whoa. Yep. And it was funny because the when, when she sent us the book, it was like, whoa, how'd she do that? And because the, the most people take much longer. And the longest, I think we're putting it out this month. And she started it in, I think, June of 2015. So that's five and a half years. Yeah, but that's someone just putting it on the back shelf. She and had to, she went yeah. through cancer. She oh, had two okay. surgeries. I mean, she did. So, so people always ask me, how long did it take? And, and it's, it's really, it, it's when a person, if a person sits down and to do it and does it, it's fast. 
very often people circle the wagon, so to speak. Yeah. Circle, <laughs> circle the desk. You know, I remember doing that with the first book that I wrote by myself. And a friend of mine who was a, a, a writer said, you have to literally sit down, write your outline and not get up until it's done. So I sat down at my desk, this is in New York, and that's when I was writing by hand. Right. You know, oh God, the iterations oh that we had. God, I would write it by hand and then I'd type it and then I'd cut and paste, literally cut oh and paste. Oh my goodness. So here I am writing by hand and I I made it up, but I took a, an imaginary, uh, like a clamp and I put it around my leg in my imagination uh -oh. and it had a chain and I chained myself to the chair leg and in my imagination, but it wasn't. So I'm, 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 and I'm madly writing. And I, I decided, okay, I think I'll get something to eat. And I stood up and I started to walk and my leg wouldn't move. Whoa. And I thought, oh. This is interesting. This is interesting. So I sat, I sat down, finished the outline and I heard a clunk. And it was, it's all in my imagination, but it wasn't in that I got up and went into the kitchen and got myself something to eat. That's amazing. That's I thought, I thought this is. All right. So if somebody's ready to write their itty bitty book and get their message out to the world, how do they do it, Susie? How do they get a hold of you? The best way to get a hold of me is my website, Susie Prout. Not, not that one. Itty bitty publishing. It's I T T Y B I T T Y publishing.com. Now it's very easy to mistake it and go itty bitty books. That's not my company. That's a that's a UK company. Um, so and those are little teeny weeny books. Um, so ittybittypublishing.com and you can call me 310-640-8885. 310-640-8885. Wow. Yeah. Right. I, I, call Susie. Call, call me. Call me and let's talk because it's a if you have a message you need to get it out there and let me help you do it in a very simple and easy way. Amen. I so agree. And, and Susie, after what's happened this past year, this crazy year we've had, it's like, don't procrastinate. No. If you've got that message, I don't care what message you saw, that it could be about pot, right? It can be about safety. It can be about sales. It can be about business, but it can be about non-business topics. So it doesn't matter what it is. Susie will figure out the angle that will get that book sold and get business for you. So yes. don't procrastinate one day. Give Susie a call, reach out to her. This is your calling. This is like, you're. we're talking to you. That's why you're listening to this podcast right now. We're talking to you. So uh, call Susie today. Call Susie today. And what was that quote from the New York Times? If Susie is talking about it today, the rest of the country will be talking about it tomorrow. So we're talking about it today. So make sure that you jump in and take advantage of Susie's uh, time, her great offer of her time and um, talents. All right, Susie, what else do you want to leave our uh, audience with today before we wrap this up? Well, I have a free gift for everybody if they want. Wow, yes. For, for hypnosis processes that will help you write a bestseller, for hypnosis processes that will increase your wealth and an opportunity to have a conversation with me. And um, 
Is there a, is there a chat? Can I put it in the chat? Um, no, no chat? No, because it's a podcast, but you can, I'll put it in the show notes. So okay. in the show notes, just, uh, just um, scan down and, and find the show notes. But go ahead. And is it a short link that you can verbally? It's the, it's the same link that I just, that I just, um, well, it's not. It, it, you know what? I don't even know. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's call Susie or reach out to her at her itty bitty book. No, itty bitty publishing.com. Itty bitty publishing.com. And I know it's now, like, they, can get a, they can get a hold of you on social media, though, right? Where are you on social media? Susie Pruden on Facebook. Facebook. So just contact me. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or messenger. That's like, and Susie is spelled with a Z. So it's S U Z is in zebra or Z if you're from Canada. Y Pruden P R U D D E M. Right? Yeah. right. So make sure you reach out to you. You'll find her. There's only one. There is. <laughs> There's only one. All right, Susie. Well, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show today. I can't tell you. I've been so excited. I'm, I just love you. I love knowing you. I love sharing the stage with you. And, uh, you know, it's just, you're just fascinating and brilliant. A big, bright, shiny uh, light in the world today. So thank you so much for all you do. Thanks, Arvi. And thank you for having me as a guest. You're welcome. All right. Well, that's our show today. Tune in back next Wednesday for another great interview. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million-dollar speaker.